Hello, welcome to Shooting for Grand. I am your host, Sierra Collins. These podcasts are designed to be inspirational for any showman shooting for grand on the county, state, or national level. Today's guest is Casty Brimmer from Redfield, Iowa. I met Casty this summer at Hereford Junior Nationals, and today she will be telling us about her experience at the National Western in 2019 when she had the reserve champion market steer. I'm super excited to hear her story, so let's get started. Hello, how are you? I'm good, Sierra. How are you? I'm great. Have you guys started school? Yeah, we started three weeks ago, and I'm actually home for a four-day weekend, so that's nice. Wow, we have a Labor Day weekend, too, but we're only (laughs) off on the Monday, but it's still great. I like three-day weekends. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm really enjoying my four-day weekend, that's for sure. Me and my sisters were out riding chicken cattle on the in the buggy. It was just little things like that. It's awesome. Yeah, I don't know when I'll be able to come home again next. And we got a break from the judging team, so I thought I might as well come home and see my mom and brother. Awesome. Um, you were telling me about getting reserve champion market steer at the National Western in 2019. And that must have taken a lot of work to get there. And I took a fat steer there last year and I got second in my class and I made the sale, which is great because that was my goal with him. And it was my first time having a market steer there. And so I thought it was awesome. But I want to hear about the day-to-day work that you put in to get reserve champion market steer. Well, so I still remember the day that my steer, El Diablo, came off the trailer. And I knew right away that I would have to spend many hours working with him because he wasn't really nicest steer that I've ever had. Believe me, oh, I've yeah. to the point where Dad likes the little crazy ones because he knows that I can handle it. But... So he also kicked a lot, and we tried many methods on getting him to get over it, and we finally realized that we had to blindfold him. So every time that we would wash him, he would be fine, but when we would go to blow him out, we would blindfold him. And it was a tough process, but he finally got over it, and the day of show day, when we put him in the chute, we, of course, blindfolded him then. And I still remember that day like it was yesterday. I mean, it was one of the toughest classes of the day with a lot of good steers and a lot of experienced showmen in there. And I still remember my heart almost beating out of my chest. And then when I was the last one to be pulled, I mean, I couldn't help but tear up a little bit. It was the most amazing experience, and even getting to go to the Brown Palace was amazing. It was the most beautiful building that I've ever been in, and now, believe me, it wasn't the easiest thing trying to get my steer into that building with a lot of people on one side (laughs) and a lot of breakable china on the other side, and... We tried to let 
Cutter Bland's steer going first and me follow him, well, that definitely didn't work out. So we went in side by side, and uh, it felt like two hours to get from inside the doors to over to the pens where they were being held at. And if it wasn't for Cutter's steer, then, man, I don't know if we would have got in there, but we did, and he didn't break anything, and... He took getting cameras in his face all right, and I mean, that year at the National Western is one that I will never forget because obviously with the reserve grand steer and having everyone come up to me and wishing, like, telling me good job, I mean, it was also my last year there too, and the day before I won senior showmanship and then in the mail a couple of weeks later, I found out that I won the premier exhibitor. And so it's definitely a Denver that I will remember for sure. That's, that's incredible. That's a, something I've always dreamed of forever. And just going into the Brown Palace with my steer and winning premier exhibitor and showmanship, that's just amazing. I have definitely had some experience with mean steers. <laughs> it's not it's not yeah. an easy process, I'm telling you. It's hard. And my steer that I took to the Oklahoma Youth Expo in 2018, when we first got him, after I turned him loose in his pen, I would have to walk out of the pins the pen backwards holding up my show stick and Casey charged at me. <laughs> oh god. It was it was crazy, but it was all worth it. I'm telling you, it's all worth it. Oh yeah, no matter if you have a dog tame one or the craziest one on the fairgrounds, at the end of the day, it's all worth it because it's what we love to do. Absolutely. This isn't a question that's asked a lot, but I think especially for a showman, Everyone has a favorite part at the show. It's great to be serious and all, but everyone likes to have fun at shows, and everyone's got a favorite part and something that they enjoyed. So what would your favorite part be at the National Western? My favorite part is, first off, being in Colorado, like the mountains. I love the view. I love the fairground. But most of all is probably seeing my friends from all over because I've been in this industry basically all my life and the friendships that I have made, they are some of the best and ones that I will hold and cherish forever. I mean, I have friends from Colorado, Wisconsin, Nebraska, just all over and I couldn't be more thankful for all the friendships that I have made so definitely getting to see them is one of the most enjoyable things that I love about the National Western. It's the little things that make a great stock show experience like you said the mountains oh my goodness that was a beautiful scenery and it was so weird to feel my ears pop as we drove up there and as we drove back and seeing all my friends and it was just an incredible experience and that is what makes a livestock show a livestock show it's not the buckles and the banners that do it's those little things like that 
Yeah, it's the friendships that you make along the way that will last a lifetime. No matter how good you do in the show, it's the people that are in your corner at the end of the day that make it worth it. I definitely agree with that. It's very special. It's very special. I have many role models. The past few people I've interviewed, Baylor Bonham, Jagger Horn, Lauren May, Chancey Clark, and Kelton Arthur, one of my friends, even though he's more my age. I mean, they're all very special to me, and they're great role models for me. I mean, I'm sure you had to have some examples along your way of livestock showing. Who in the cattle industry are you most inspired by? Well, growing up, I always looked up to the older the older girls that showed when I would watch on the sidelines. But when my dad lived in Nebraska when I was young, I would have to say that Cody and Morgan Burke were my biggest role models. I still remember helping them in any way that I could, no matter if it was with the cows or their show calves that they had that year. I just saw them as my older brother and sister that I never had and still do to this day. I get to actually sing in Morgan's wedding in October and that just proves how much that we have really connected over the years. But I'd say besides them, um, my father has been a huge influence on my life and he has ever since day one. He was always hard on me and I promise you that I wouldn't have achieved all that I did without him from teaching me when I was young and making me do all the showmanship contests and never really given up on me no matter if we didn't have the best year at the show or one that we just took to like make it through the class he was like just always expect to do a little less like we would always expect to like get second or third in class like that's where we set our mind at that it was okay if we did but I would go out there and I would show my butt off and I would try my best and sometimes we would get lucky and I'd end up winning the class and I've been blessed to have the reserve grand steer at Kansas City in 2016 and then obviously the reserve grand steer at Denver in 2019. Your role models and the people that love you are going to be the ones being hard on you and that are going to push you and they're going to do everything they can to make you the best that you can be. And I love that because I have many people like that for me and I'm very grateful for it. They help you to work and they make you the best that you can be. And my mom has always helped me a lot with showmanship. And don't get me wrong, my dad has too. When I was younger, I hated showmanship. I don't know why, but I didn't like anything about it. And my parents made me go into the ring and I went in and I did my best anyway, even though I didn't like it. But as I got older, I have really learned to love showmanship, and I do. It's something I enjoy, and I learn so much from it. And 
when it's not showmanship, don't get me wrong, you still have to show good, but it's all about your calf. But in showmanship, you can really show how well of a showman you are, and it's a great experience. You told me that you retired from the Key Junior Board. What did you get out of it? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Um, being on the Junior Board was a very fun experience, and I didn't really think about doing it until one of my really good friends, Brooklyn Curtin, kind of talked me into it. She's like, hey, you should join the keyboard. And I was like, um, all right. So uh, I wouldn't have got to have that experience if it wasn't for her. It was good to be able to give back to a junior program that has done so much for me over the years. And it's always a learning experience getting to work with others who are from other states. And uh, it was fun, like, working in the ring and helping the little kids, especially with showmanship. And I would definitely encourage you and other juniors to go out on a board, no matter if it's the keyboard, the main board, whatever breed that you like to show on because it's really a good experience and it teaches you a lot. I agree because that's something that I've wanted to do for a while. My mom always talked about when she was on the Junior Hereford board and I've always wanted to do that and there's a lot of good people that I know that are on the board and like you said I want to give back to the Hereford Association for all that they have done for me because there are so many opportunities and it's incredible and I want to give that back. Yeah, I agree and the Hereford Board or just being at Hereford Junior Nationals in general, I think it's one of the more fun Junior Nationals to be a part of because it's so big and unique other new people like actual breeders and it's not just another school show and kids come together and make new connections and new friends and I know that my two younger sisters here in Finsley they have met a bunch of people in the Hereford world because that's what their mom grew up showing and so it's really fun to see my little siblings going out and meeting new people at such a young age already. My sister Claire, she her second junior nationals, second her for junior nationals was this summer and I think she's really liking it and I'm glad that she's into it. She's always been hooked on showing and I love that because um, she always got to watch me show. And I think it's really cool that she's excited about the Hereford Association. And I don't really know about cricket, honestly. <laughs> uh, she's got a bottle cap right now. And I think she'll be excited about showing when she's older. And I'm pretty sure she is now. But you'd have to ask her. <laughs> so while we're on the topic of Junior Nationals, you attended three Junior Nationals this summer, right? Yes, Angus, Hereford, and Keeman. You are obviously a driven person because that takes a lot of work. And I think that's really cool that you did that. 
Are there any goals that you would like to share? I'm about done showing because I'm getting to the age and it's really sad. But um, Kansas City is coming up in October and it's my last one. So I've got a goal to hope to achieve there and do fairly well there. Other than that, I've always been really big on showmanship, and a really big goal of mine is to win the Keenina Senior Showmanship, and this year I got fourth at Herefords in the Senior, and even though I'm not a huge Hereford kid, it was really a great experience and an honor to be fourth, but I've got two or three years left there, and I've really grown a love for the Hereford breed, so I hope to maybe achieve a goal of winning Hereford Senior Showmanship as well. But outside of the ring, my goals are to graduate college eventually and become an embryologist to help my friends and family and any new customers improve their genetics in their herd. That sounds like something really cool to be. I've never really thought about that before. Showmanship at the Hereford Junior Nationals is always fun to watch because the seniors, they get to go out, and if they make it to the final, they get to fit their calf, and it's really fun to watch, and they got to get it done. And one I've always, a person I've always loved to watch is Lauren May. She's a really good showman. And a few years ago, she got reserve championship senior showman. And it was really cool to watch her fit her calf. Lauren's always been a really good friend of mine. And I hope nothing more for her with her being a really big Hereford kid. I already listened to her podcast and her heard her talk about showmanship so if she achieves her goal and I would get reserved that would be absolutely amazing even like Lauren's totally one of my best friends and if she would achieve her goal before mine I would be absolutely grateful for her to get that done yeah it's always great to watch your friends and encourage them and they encourage you because that's what friends are for. And I've always looked up to Lauren. She told me that one of her goals is to win senior showmanship. And that's a great goal, but it's fantastic that she's already gotten reserve. Oh yeah. Are there some words of advice that you would like to share before we go? I would advise everyone, especially under the pandemic that we're having, obviously, is to never give up no matter what. And I have been to enough shows this summer that I can tell that many families didn't give up hope, and it showed in the show ring for sure who has been working their butt off all summer. Those are excellent words of advice. Thank you so much for being on here. Um, If someone would like to get a hold of you, how would you prefer they do it? You can call me or text me. My phone number is 641-757-1502.
All right. Thank you so much. I've enjoyed the time that you've taken to be on here. And I hope I can see you again some other time. Yes, thank you so much, Sierra. It was an honor to be on here with you. Anytime. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Shooting for Grand is now on all major platforms. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like and share it. If you have any suggestions for interviews or if you are interested in sponsoring an episode, you can message me at Shooting for Grand on Facebook. God be with you as you shoot for Grand. Thank you.